Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You are listening to episode 135, Bird Boy Returns, with your hosts, Keith, Pale, Saf, and we have a special guest with us. Uh, ben Thompson is returning from Bird Boy Brewing. Hey, welcome. So if you go back a couple of years <laughs> around this day, we released episode 17. Episode 17. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. 17 in? I didn't realize that. Well, there's a few light episodes. So oh, that's right. Between. We had our light episodes back then. Yeah, we had Ben on the podcast, and he was talking about a lot of home brewing and his startup and all that. And um, audio was really terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it was a bad. I thought it was a pretty decent. It was interview. a good interview. It just yeah, it was. It was fun. We sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, as a podcast, we weren't. We probably quite should have there waited yet. until we got some mics like this, where we come become like a little bit better. But <laughs> but no, we uh, welcome Ben back on. Ben, you've been doing good. Yeah, been busy. Busy, yeah. Obviously, since last time we talked, you were just out on Collins Road. Yep. And since then, now you've got two locations. Yeah, there's the Roanoke Tap Room, which we're at. Oh yeah, right now. Right. And we then uh, <laughs> the Lime on DuPont location, that one's called Soul Bird. Soul Bird. Hmm. So you want to talk about how uh, the tap room here got started, like all the work you had to put into it? Because I know this was pretty vacant. Is that right? Yeah, this was just an empty room. Um, but yeah, Joseph did you say it was like a storage room or something? Yeah, this something? was just like a junk storage room. <laughs> um, but... Joseph Dequie, who uh, was buying a lot of the beer when I was on Collins Road mm -hmm. and just selling kegs, um, they'd been wanting to do a brewery in Roanoke, but didn't know where to start. Or so you... they reached out to me and they said, "Well, we have this building. You want to come build something here?" And so that's so he gave you a pretty good deal on the location yeah. and all that because he he liked your beer and he wanted it closer than yeah going out to <laughs> coliseum so did he know do they know you personally before or they just no. just met you no they just knew that you were in fort wayne and flinging beers yeah they just some were buying beer at the restaurant and then uh, i'd done some events at the farm and so i'd met everybody from joseph Dequi and so yeah I mean, they're nice people yeah so they do food only are they other they're a market aren't they uh they have like a little kind of grocery store next mm -hmm. door to the restaurant okay that they call the emporium okay where you can get like wine and cheese and and then they also have like a little deli like like a lunch menu kind of place in there okay that's cool something that roanoke needs like some little little place to go and get some food yeah well people come from all over to go to joseph Dequi, like india yeah. and Oh really? Yeah, it's a the name's popular. Yeah, it's popular name. It's like Absolutely. one of the top restaurants in the state. Mm -hmm. mm. Awesome. So, how many beers do you have mm. on tap uh, uh, here? Here we only have six taps, and then we always have the beer engine going. So right now we have seven. Sometimes they're they're duplicates. Yeah. On tap, and then the mm. beer engine. What's a beer engine? It is a traditional way to serve English and Irish beers. Okay. Instead of using CO2 to uh, put top pressure on the keg and then 
the the tap is just a valve that opens and closes. Oh, so it's not it's like not carbonated base. Doesn't get the carbonation from the CO two pushing it in. Uh, it's just not under pressure. Oh, okay, so it's under atmospheric pressure. Oh, okay, and then the beer engine itself is actually like a cylinder and a piston, and so you pull the lever and it pulls the piston up, and then you push it down and it like pushes it out through this. It just kind of pours out instead thing. of being forced out. Um, in a way, because there's no CO two pushing it up the nozzle it's, yeah it's all mechanical right pressure but then it goes mm -hmm. through these tiny holes and that kind of like scrubs all the co2 out interesting <clears throat> and really gives it like a a fluffy texture hmm. yeah i can definitely tell the difference from you know just like the six taps and then the the cask yeah and then, um it's like a, a nitro type yeah feel. yeah it does it's like feel. super smooth and really. nitro came and replaced <laughs> beer <laughs> engines because it was an easier way to uh you didn't need the the it, cylinder mm -hmm. the beer engine you uh kind of just got replaced with the valve mm. and then they just use nitrogen to push it that's interesting mm -hmm. so how long have you officially been open here in roanoke i think it's been over a year hasn't it yeah just over a year cool we up in new year's uh 2018 yeah that sounds right so a year and four months. Nice. I do love the artwork that you have in here with the, the different airplanes. And who was who the artist that came in and did all this? Uh, Penny French Steel. She's a local Roanoke artist. Yeah, we'll take some pictures and post them along oh, with this absolutely. episode. For sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah when really we cool. first came in here, she was about maybe three quarters of the way done. And um, looks like she added a couple more planes. And I don't then, think so. I was thought she was done, but then uh, we opened. I was, um, I was like, "When's Penny gonna come back and finish this?" <laughs> <laughs> she never did. And she never. And she's like, "No, it's done." Oh, oh really? Yeah. So I was like, uh, "Okay." Because I don't remember. There was like a little monument or some sort with the like oh, that one, the yeah. wings on the top there. Yeah, that's the Memorial Park monument to Art Smith. Oh, okay. If you guys haven't seen that, you gotta go check it out. It's pretty cool. Is that it's in over, Fort Wayne? Yeah, it's real close to Summit City Brewworks. Oh, okay. It's I think I know what you're talking about. Like, you, you know, where um, over there where Washington is, there's that city pool. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't think it's open anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like right behind that, okay. in that park. Nice. Yeah, we'll check that out. Yeah, I always thought she was going to add like a face to that guy over there. Oh, yeah, that guy in it's the like corner. It's like Invisible Man. Yeah. Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> Same least, color as the sky. <laughs> did she at least paint you like a little bird or somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> the planes are the birds. No, that's yeah, oh, all planes. You need to get her to come back and just do like, <laughs> like a little bird, like up in the corner. There you go. <laughs> so um, you're in Roanoke, and Two E's Winery is pretty close here. Uh, do you um, serve wine at the tap room? We don't have a wine permit here, so we can't serve any wine. Okay. Otherwise, I would. Uh, up north, we do wines, and we do a lot of Two E's wine up there and country heritage. Yeah, that's at Solberg. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But here we don't have any wine, so we can jump into Solberg, talk about uh, okay. um, how you know whose idea was that to collaborate yeah, with that Jerry collaboration with Soul Kitchen, Soul Kitchen. And what you, all the work you had to put into that. Yeah. Um. So I was wanting to do a tap room, and they kind of happened around the same time, at least conceptually. Okay. Um, 
but I reached out to the Fort Wayne food truck group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a couple people from there, and they said, oh, you should meet with Jerry. Mm-hmm. I, I know he's been looking to do a restaurant. I think he'd be interested. So I got a hold of Jerry, and we kind of came up with the idea and started looking for places. And How did you find happen. that place? Just happened to be vacant or... Uh, we had a realtor, okay. but we were specifically looking for an existing restaurant space. So you don't have to put so much work in yeah. building the kitchen. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Did you have to reach out to city of Fort Wayne for any like permits or permissions? No. Uh, no? No. no. So, okay. Just, you know, yeah, I don't know how long. permit or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had to get a, like a health permit and building permits and. But it's already zoned for a restaurant, stuff. so it's not like you had to go through yeah. any extra. No, it was kind of just fill out the form. Like, nothing really difficult about it. Yeah, because w- it makes me curious. Since this was a storage room, did you have to do anything special to get a tap room in here? or No. Just Well, we're not in Allen County here either. Oh, that's true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, you kind of do what you want. A little bit different rules it's out here. wild west out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like saloon windows. <laughs> yes, definitely saloon style. I love yeah. it. I do. I like it a lot. Um, in the next to the Soulbird, is there a space open next? To no, the right next to the uh, to Soulbird. Well, the one we're on the end of the building, mm-hmm. so we only have one neighbor. Okay, but that neighbor, they own like the next three units. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. There's a oh, barber, uh, hair salon, and then like a nail salon. Oh. <laughs> so they own like, or they they're taking up like half of the building. Jeez, <laughs> I was say it'd be cool if you can do like a like a family area, you know. And, yeah, I know everybody um, wants that. But, let let mm-hmm. kids like come in. <laughs> I think it's cool to have that like small vibe. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Like it's it. a little bit more intimate. I like that there's no. Yeah. Kids We've been in there, there several times, so it's like yeah, it's. And it's good to know. Yeah, there's no kids. It's in actually there. like a but, good excuse for parents to like get away from mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna go to Soulbird. Sorry, you got to stay home, or you got to stay at the babysitter and just yeah, have a adult time. That's, That's always fun. Yeah. So, um, uh, guest taps. I'm assuming you do you have any here in Roanoke? We don't do guest taps here. Okay, so this is like just exclusively Bird Boy. Yeah, we could, but we only have six taps, so <laughs> you're gonna lose out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but up at Soulbird, we've got twelve taps. And so we usually have six or seven bird boys, and then we try and like just do local. Yeah, guest I think last taps. time I was there, there was like a Matt Anthony or yep. a Cider or Kikianga, mm-hmm. and then we'll do like Junk Ditch and Summit City and. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that was there. I was there last week, so I was trying to remember what <laughs> what all was on tap. Mm-hmm. So is the relationship with those guys and like reaching out to them and getting their beer. I mean, you guys pretty tight community. Yeah. Like the craft beer scene. So, yeah, I know everybody. So it was kind of just a text like, yeah, hey. tap. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, we'll send something out. Yeah. <laughs> so are you still doing the bottle releases now that you have like these tap rooms? Yeah. The last bottles we did was the Belgian dark strong. That was a witch a while ago. Uh, unless you long. re-released it, because we had that one on an episode. It wasn't yeah, too, too long. long. It was three months ago. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I really did anything big for it. That yeah, that's probably true. which. Uh, 
I didn't mind, I guess. I could have done... I think going to release an event or something. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because you had on tap for... Uh, up at Solbird for a little while. Yeah, I d- was just putting off the bottling. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> possible. <laughs> yeah, because you hand bottle everything, so yeah. it's kind of yeah. So is it just you doing everything? Uh, it's right now. It's just me. It's been me for the last year. Yeah, because I know last time we had Will. Last time we interviewed you. Yeah. So. Uh, Will left, and so yeah, the last year has just been me. Uh, but recently, I've got another guy that I'm training. Oh, that's cool. cool. So oh, it's awesome. not all on your shoulders as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you spend the time like between here and Soulbird, like you being owner and operator of everything? So yeah, uh, when we opened Soulbird, I was up there like seventy hours a week. <laughs> Jeez. Plus, plus brewing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think every time I went in there, I saw you. And then, uh, but we hired a lot of more people up there now stuff so you kind of yeah it's pretty well and then jerry pretty much runs the place now oh yeah he was there the last time i was there too and so now i'm down here Mm -hmm. nice yeah i have a funny story so i was (laughs) um i don't really get out to like solberg or anywhere much because i have almost a two-year-old now (laughs) and um so i was on my lunch break at work and i went up and i had uh, like a burrito and a had tried the Marquette up there at Solberg. Yeah. And I come back and I was like, I, f- I feel like that probably wasn't a good thing to do. <laughs> like Why? have beer on back lunch. to work. Lunch break. Yeah. So I'll go back to work. Directly. So I look at my, uh, like my work manual. Like we have a, you know, that says like all the rules. Code of conduct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in there it said, do not return to work. Like while like drinking or something like that. Or, yeah. And I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think it's all right. One, one beer, beer, one beer. Yeah, we're professional. And I reached out to like friends and family, and they said, "Yeah, if you do one beer, like one beer, on a like a work like business lunch, it's not a big deal." Yeah. So it's like I might do it like every six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go drive up to Solberg because you guys are only about ten minutes from my work. I yeah, work. that's a really uh, booming area, of Fort Wayne. Absolutely. Once they get the construction done on Dupont, oh but that's been <laughs> that's pretty much a done bit of now. Hassle, so yeah, yeah. Because when you opened, that was lane was like closed. Or yeah, something. the whole road was closed. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I know it hurt a lot of businesses out there on Dupont. So mm-hmm. but yeah. So um, growler fills, um, bottle fills, or whatever. You still do those? Yeah, we locations? do growler fills at both locations. I see that you have them for sale up behind the bar. Yeah. Oh, we got howlers now at both. Oh yeah, nice. you guys didn't have howlers. And then uh, I'm thinking about getting a crowler machine down here, mm. maybe at the end of the summer. That'd be cool for like 16 ounce cans. Oh, that'd be awesome. We could just do like six packs of anything on draft. That'd be perfect for the podcast. Ooh, yeah, that's about how much beer we the four of us drink. A six pack, <laughs> about a six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We haven't had your sh- stuff on in a while because you haven't had like new bottles. We, like we had your last bottle release, yeah. but. It's hard to like buy a growler. I guess we could do howlers, but it's nice to have the can. Howlers will work, yeah. Because then, like the cans, you could do like a, put artwork on it or whatever if you want yeah. to. But they'd probably just be like blank cans, or like a New Bird Boy sticker. Yeah, or a basic. Yeah, like a basic can, and then you can just write the name mm-hmm. of the beer on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's Keep like simple. Summit City and Two Toms both have like something like that. Yeah, yeah. basic yeah, we, label and just a spot that you can write what it is. And yeah, yeah, we did a collar or a crowler from Summit City. Um, then we did a couple from Two Toms. Mm-hmm. Like all of April has been kind of just focused on, you know, local breweries. What's your guys' favorite? 
Um, favorite brewery? Local. Local brewery? Yeah. And don't. Oh, unbiased. Don't, don't unbiased. Yeah. And you're biased. <laughs> no, unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Two Toms. I was going to say Two Toms. I haven't been there yet. They, they haven't been the way they've been exploding. Wait, it's it's been. You're not a fan weird. of those hazier no beers. Yeah. That's kind of what they do. He's get, yeah. yeah, he's getting into like the trendy stuff. The, yeah, like the milkshake IPAs. The he did a pastry stout. Uh, yeah, we just had that one. Yeah, we just on had that one on the episode. Was uh, brewed with the uh, the cinnamon roll GK pastries. Cinnamon GK rolls. cinnamon yeah. rolls. Um, cinnamon or brown sugar or something. And there yeah. was like cinnamon. Yeah, a bunch there was of like other <laughs> stuff that he added. A bunch of sweet stuff in it. It was different. It was unique, but yeah, he's definitely into those those hazy styles because with his uh, Tom series that he has, they're all pretty that that juicy, hazy IPA style. So, but it's it's a neat little place mm-hmm. um, to check out. But you know, for every like re- like really good thing that he puts out, he always puts out like a dud. I feel. <laughs> oh like. yeah, <laughs> that key lime, whatever that was. Um, I mean, if you like key lime, it was good. It it tasted like key lime pie, but it was super sour. And, and I know Spruce, we're not sour beer not fans. Really. So Spruce like, IPA. Have you? Oh, that's seen that no, I haven't heard of the Spruce IPA. That Spruce one was. <laughs> oh, I didn't try that. <laughs> tasted like a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the name fits. It fit. People liked it, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it was. Yeah. I mean, not like like. Not everyone's gonna be perfect. I mean, so I'm not I mean. saying I don't know like if it was a bad beer like in general. It just I don't see it didn't appeal to us appealing any to anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like kind of one of those like experimental things. You know, you're just trying something new or. You find something yeah. maybe you know on a recipe and you want to try it, but they're not as experimental as like Summit City Brewers. Oh, I feel like they have something off the wall like every week or something that they yeah. release, and it's just like, wait, what? That's a beer. Do you um, have a so. favorite place to go aside from your own like beer? Like, do you have a go-to? Yeah, I like Summit City a lot, mm-hmm. and then uh, recently I've been doing like if I'm just meeting people downtown, I like to go to Hop River. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they have. It's some just like a nice, chill, chill spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can take your kids there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's but, all um, you care about. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, now he does. That's all exactly. you care about. Well, so. it's just far. You know, it's. <laughs> well, I always look at places where I can take my dog. So, yeah, because yeah. like Metazoa. Like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a fan of Metazoa. Yep. But yeah, Hop River's good. We've been there a few times. All right, so we have to ask: Are you gonna? Bring back the red turn of the jet IPA. <laughs> Have you thought about it at all? Uh, <laughs> Are we maybe. the only ones that care about that beer? Yeah. It went over pretty well. Yeah, it's People liked it a lot. Fast. I mean, I remember some of the, like when you were doing like your growler nights, some people come and say, you know, this, this is was like probably your best beer. Yeah. <laughs> or my favorite one from Bird Boy. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was popular. I could bring it back. There's a new Star Wars coming out. That's right. Oh, is there? Yeah, they <laughs> just released not, the though? teaser. Exactly. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer literally came out today for it, so that's why, kind of why we bring it up. <laughs> yeah, we could do like that last, the last Jet IPA, or do so. Yeah, maybe come up with a new beer. Yeah, yeah or on the way here, we were talking about like the new one. The new movie is going to be called uh, the, Rise the Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh huh. So maybe like the rise of Rye Walker. Rye Walker, yeah. yeah the, rye, the, the Rye of Skywalker. The Rye of Skywalker. Or I don't know, could you get in trouble with saying Skywalker? Or? Nah, they'll let me know. Maybe if you try to get label artwork with like Luke yeah. Skywalker on it or something. Yeah, once you, you start labeling things and putting it out there, then yeah, maybe. 
That's what we're always worried about. Uh, we don't want to, you know, say anything or do anything and get in trouble, like <laughs> yeah. copyright yeah. infringement. You know, um, has the locations like affected your brewing schedule? Have, uh, you, have you increased your production? No, it's stayed pretty constant. Okay, but the big thing is, is I've just pulled beer out of distribution to go to the tap rooms. Yeah, because okay. you used to so, have kegs like all around town and down in Indy and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm really not keep distributing yourself. <laughs> at all. Yeah, you don't distribute anymore, really. Yeah. There's a couple of places um, in Fort Wayne, but that's about it. What about um, liquor stores? Do you do any send any bottles or any I haven't kegs no, there or? in a while? I never did kegs to liquor stores. Oh, yeah. That I wouldn't. They <laughs> <laughs> can't uh, serve beer. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> beer on draft. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you can order kegs on the website, and I'll. Drop them off right at your front door. Oh, dang. Oh. We should do that for a, yeah. an episode. Pick a full king. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't think we could handle that one. But. <laughs> uh, but, like, the last bottles, I didn't release them to the liquor stores at all. Just so it's just tap rooms. tap rooms. Yeah. And I'll probably just do everything in the future that way. It's easier. Yeah. And they, they sell a lot faster in the oh, tap really? rooms. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're just such a selection that when you go to a liquor store i'm just overwhelmed yeah. most of the yeah. time anyways you never know what, what they still have there because i think i went there six months ago and i think i still found a canine cosmonaut that they had and yeah i don't know how old uh, that like was but slash clearance prices. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a thing you go and yeah. you see something's brewed last year and you're like i don't really want to drink that i don't know if that's it's probably gone bad by now like i was up if north it's like an ipa oh yeah, yeah. up north at belmont like the new one they just built, and there was a bottle of canine cosmonaut and old stolen bicycle. Yeah, I was like, yeah, those probably were brewed a while ago. <laughs> yeah, the old stolen bicycle. I just had one the other day, and I was thinking about when it came out. It was like two and a half years ago. <laughs> oh and they were still had that on their shelf. This was like three months ago. Oh. Yeah. So even then, it was pretty old. Yeah, it's still but, good though. I yeah. just had one the other night. Is it still good? Yeah. It's, it's, it's vintage oh, yeah. now. It's vintage. Yeah, Absolutely. it's aged. It's yeah. aged. Yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty really good. Adds a little... An even better deal. <laughs> yeah, they aged it for you. You don't have to like. <clears> is there it. a proper way to bottle age, um, like stouts? Uh, you just want to keep it somewhere cool, and dark. So like a, a basement's good. Yeah, a or basement. a closet. Because I'm like not cold. like fridge temperature cold. Oh, okay, like so I'm doing it wrong then. Sixty to, <laughs> 60 to seventy. <laughs> Because I have a bottle of, oh shoot, it was. Um, don't do it wrong. <laughs> when you put it in the fridge, it kind of like cryo preserves it, so it doesn't really like Walt Disney. age at all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of stays the same. Yeah, it just kind of stays the same. So big bad Baptist. Oh I yeah, think. yeah. I, I had that in my fridge, and I was gonna like age it, but but now now I need to just like take it out of there and. Put it in a closet and, and yeah, <laughs> or just drink it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, I got a couple beers just in the cabinets. They're not they're like room temperature, but I'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a basement, so I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, so yeah you well, usually have old beers you bring on our show all the time. I try which is pretty cool. Anymore. <laughs> it's like I don't like how old was this two years ago? They get like a sour taste to them or something. <laughs> well, yeah, some do. Depends. Yeah. I would imagine on the ingredients and what was used on. In the beer, if it lasts, like you were saying, IPAs they don't last as long. Kind of like the hops or whatever, kind of like that's the first out. thing that falls out. 
yeah the hops that's why stout like the darker beers usually are the ones that you can age it seems like yeah all right since it's a geek show we're obligated to ask if there's anything geeky that you're into i know i think pale messaged you yeah i've been kind of out of the i haven't really done anything i just got my playstation hooked back up (laughs) (laughs) i played grand theft auto for the first time in like three four three years which one Five, five, oh, yeah, five. most recent. Uh, <laughs> Three was the last one I played. <laughs> there's a really good Netflix show. It's called Love, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you guys watch it? We yeah. did. I watched several about, episodes. About 14 episodes into it. <laughs> yeah, they're like 10 minute episodes. Yeah, so that's nice. Easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just I watched the whole season in like two days. Oh, really? Man. Yeah, well, yeah, well, the whole season's like two short. hours long. Yeah, it won't take <laughs> you that true. long to watch it. Yeah, I was killed last night. I was just powering through it. I did like 10 episodes last night. Yeah. They're like um, mini Black Mirror. Yeah, that's what I compared it to. Mm-hmm. Episodes. The animation's beautiful. It's, all those yeah. is the different styles and everything that they do. But and they're all different, like Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's nice that they give all these people like an opportunity to show their skills in animation and yeah. whatever, because it's all different people every episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I don't, episodes. episodes. I don't know. Yeah. If that's so what they're like, Yeah. What were some of your favorite ones? Um. The what's the blue one? I don't know. The Zima blue. Zima blue. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, where he like turned himself into a a mechanical like everything was mechanical and yeah, he started as a pool cleaning robot. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that one. Became like an artist, and then his final piece was like he self destructed back Mm. into a pool robot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like he had a different planet. He had a crowd like around him and he like dived into the pool and then just like self-destructed like piece by piece and people were just like shocked (laughs) and then he went right back to the pool cleaning robot yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, i like the farmer farmers yeah like like got together and that one was really different Mm -hmm. that animation was really cool those bugs that came in and yeah the breach well, I think I feel like it could be like its own mini series because these could be yeah yeah, because like you you see they're like the, what's outside in the real world is yeah you, you see know, like a all the bugs of mm-hmm. an entire series yeah and you see like like little civilizations like trying to survive yeah and whatnot so I, I feel like it could be at least like a four or five part miniseries <laughs> but then again all the work in time and animation because it takes oh, forever yeah, to just put long. these mini episodes together like if they did a full blown series like some of them look like well, but they people. have real people they have yeah. different they're all different studios so, that yeah. do them so. It's true. I mean, you could have however many episodes there are. I'd be curious if they do like a season 15. two and just like do follow up episodes for each I'm of sure those like if, eighteen like, episodes. If there's a popular they one, they might follow up on it. Or yeah, just give. I don't know. Black Mirror doesn't really follow up on anything, so yeah. we'll see. I really liked the three robots one. I think it was the second episode. That, yeah, uh, the <laughs> post-apocalyptic yeah, world, like yeah. the cat that's gonna they explode. Like, explode. <laughs> <What is> this? <laughs> oh, it's about to explode because it was purring. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that one's funny because a lot of them were really dark and kind of violent, and this they one was were, kind of yeah. like a change of pace where it was kind of goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that was good. But yeah, I was talking to Paul like on the way over here. It's like, man, after watching a few of these, like. I had to question reality for a, what, a little <laughs> yeah. bit there. Like, what is happening? Like, this is so depressing and sad. <laughs> what but about yeah, the one, good. the chick out in space, like lost uh, lost her grip? And that's then, probably my least favorite one. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. like she breaks her arm <laughs> and <laughs> like give herself momentum back to the ship. Oh, God. I had to look it up if you could actually like mm. if that break your arm. Is that is that even physically possible? I don't think that's possible. Well, I, I thought know. it was like 
I mean, if it was in liquid nitrogen, you could probably do that. But yeah, but I looked it up. Space is actually colder than liquid nitrogen. Hmm. Ooh. So you'd probably her arm one. I would imagine could. like shatter just like in a million pieces. Not so much just yeah. It was weird. This little tourniquet she made and like put on her arm to to keep the oxygen in her suit, and then took oh, okay. her her first part of her glove off, so this hand would be like frozen. And so she's like on her knee trying to snap it off. Oh god! But mm-hmm. it's like it was like two minutes or something. It was out in space, and I don't know. I think it would like shatter, but it was like ugh, ugh, yeah. and sound effects. It was awful. Like, <laughs> I don't need to see this. This is terrible. <laughs> but it was interesting how that worked. Uh, change your momentum just to throw something it's like would the motion even send you that way or yeah i don't, I don't know, know how I know the science if there's nothing it. to push off of i don't know how you're gaining any momentum in either direction yeah equal and opposite because <laughs> yeah. she like had to take the sleeve off first yeah and she she did that and she got close but missed the missed and so she has nothing else to throw so she had nothing else oh, i'll throw my frozen arm it, yeah. Let's break it's it like off. completely dead because she like circulation is completely gone and it's like Looks basically frozen. Just open yeah. up the little hole a little bit and let the oxygen push you. Yeah. Well, she should have had like a like old jetpack or something, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, isn't I that usually how like astronauts Yeah, she are, had like, that, yeah. and then it was broke because the little screw the came little through space and broke yeah. it, so she couldn't move. It took her fail-safe with it, so she literally had oh, nothing. But, yeah. I didn't like the old man episode either. <laughs> the old man? The garbage one? The, the dump. One. Oh, the dump, the big like dump, uh, dump so monster. I, I kind of like that. One. I thought it was a, <laughs> I like the dump monster. It was fun because it like it what it becomes whatever it consumes. Like it had the dog and then it had some <laughs> other friend. like person in it. Yeah, with a friend and then it just became whatever. And then he ended up training it. And yeah, it was weird. It was interesting. <laughs> it's just it's bizarre and it's great. So yeah, I like that they could just all be different in their own unique way. Yeah. So uh, what are your hours here at Roanoke if anybody was interested in coming? Yeah, here we're open 5 to 9 or 5 to 10 on weeknights except Monday. And then we open at 11 Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Sunday we close at 7. It's a little early. Mm -hmm. And this is just like off the main street, really. I don't don't know what the road is. The main road is kind of like... 24, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're over on Main Street, which is like two blocks over. What's your hours up at Solberg? Uh, they're open. They're closed Monday, but otherwise they open at 11 every day. They're open an hour later on Friday and Saturday, and they close at 8 on Sunday, but normally closed at 10. Okay. So definitely check those places out. Oh, absolutely. Get, get yourself some beer. Or delicious tacos. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to bring up the... Cause when you were on last time, you oh, said right. you played Zelda. Mm. Are you... Uh, just you, a little bit. You, you said you bit bought a Wii to play Zelda, so I was going to ask if you bought a Switch to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I figured you probably didn't have time, but... Yeah. I just beat it not too long ago, so I figured I'd ask. I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild. Just on a friend's. Yeah. It's a really cool game. But I only maybe played like an hour or two. Yeah. But it's quite different from any of the other. Yeah, I really want series. to, but I'm waiting on the switch to come down to like 200. Agreed. Same yeah, here. you gotta have to wait probably <laughs> two more years for don't that. Don't spend yeah. the 300 on that yet. I don't know. I think it's worth it for that in Smash Brothers. That's like all I do. Yeah, those two games. 
Just most of the Nintendo stuff. I mean, they continue their series that came from the beginning, mm-hmm. starting out with Mario and Zelda and everything else. It just keeps everybody wanting more and continue to buy it. But yeah, it is a little pricey right now. So hopefully it'll come down soon. I'm sure by Christmas this year. Yeah, usually Black Friday, maybe they'll at least bundle a game with yeah. it. So it's not. You get a free game with it, which would be good. You guys want to do a new beer on the show? Yeah, sure. Since we, I say we have been drinking old. Crown. Yeah, we have been drinking old crown. That's Co- what I had. The coffee, coffee porter. Yeah, that's what you had too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it the last time you were on the show. We interviewed you. You brought this beer, so I think mm-hmm. did it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I th- that so might have been the first. The first interview. Yeah, the first. Oh, that's year. awesome. Yeah. You had it in bottles uh, and brought it out. I figured it was fitting for us to try it again. It's still amazing. It's one of my favorite beers. Yeah. Uh, it, you usually run out of it out at Soulbird because the few, first few times I was out there, I saw it on the menu like, oh, we ran out of that. So yeah. I know it was pretty popular out there. Yeah, I did a batch. Usually I only do one a year. Um, and it's kind of a winter seasonal. Mm-hmm. And then I just came out with another batch of it. Because I know last time we talked and Matt and Anthony released their old crown at the same time you did, basically. Yeah, we kind of came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That simultaneously, yeah, that's what we were talking about on the episode because I went back and listened to it. I suffered through it, so you guys don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I went back about six months ago and re-listened to it just to kind of see where how we're improving. And yeah, the audio was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, it's turned the volume all the way up. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, and it was like staticky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean this one now these mics you can play it in your car uh-huh. and and have it like like you know like how you listen to it on the radio or whatever a CD and. It'll be about the same. Like it plays really good in the car. Yeah, that's always nice. My speakers appreciate it when you switch from the Bluetooth to the radio that doesn't blow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. So that's is great. this like the exact same beer? You didn't sh- switch anything up? Yeah, it should the be the same. It's still like one of my favorites. Yeah, I'd yeah. put it in the top All three time. of my favorite yeah. ones that you brew. Is there a specific coffee you use or just like Old this? Crown? Uh, it's Old what Crown. Thing? But I think they, may, they have... Several yeah, different, like, different styles. styles. Yeah, this is one of their. It's, it's one that they do just for the beer. Oh, okay. So, oh, uh, I didn't know they had like a specific old crown coffee beer. Or yeah, coffee bean for a beer. Yep. Well, it's uh. They told me it's almost an espresso roast. Oh. So it's a very dark roast coffee. Mm-hmm. It almost has like a peppery <clears throat> flavor to it. I notice, but maybe that roastiness. Yeah. Could it could be, be. Mm-hmm. kind of pepper esque. <laughs> does um, does the caffeine like come through mm-hmm. in the beer? I'm just curious with that. You asked that same question. Did I last time. did I ask that last time? I don't remember. <laughs> he likes but I caffeine. Feel like it does. Yeah. I do. He needs that boost because I've had. I do love coffee porters, and I've drank a lot of them. And it's like, is that the reason why I'm not falling asleep at night? <laughs> I think it does. So. I don't know what the caffeine content is. Um, yeah, there's not really a way to gauge it, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. But if it's almost an espresso, because I know that's you, a little yeah. bit higher not up. As, so. Well, the the lighter roasts have more caffeine. Mm-hmm. So like a a blonde roast is the highest mm-hmm. caffeine. Really? I thought yeah. the espresso bean was like the, one of the higher. Hmm. I don't know any difference between coffee bean and yeah. like what goes into that process. Yeah, know. I'm not a coffee Co- expert. I, I drink coffee, but coffee's coffee. I don't, yeah, <laughs> know the difference between any of them, so... But now, yeah, if you want alcohol and coffee, it's perfect. Yep. You used to be able to get four loco, but. <laughs> oh, right. Not anymore. 
Well, we do have a list of the different beers I know that we've had. We've had the Midnight Kolsch, the Smash Up Kid, um, Old Crown Coffee, the Stovepipe Lager. Those were the two we had on our first episode. Yeah, you brought us a bomber of those. I think the Stovepipe Lager hadn't even come out. You that that was probably was like definitely brought it to us like the first time. Yeah, people really, they either like that one or they don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people. That's probably the one that I get the most emails about. Like, where can I find this? Really? <laughs> well, I had one. They're out of it. Where can I get it now? <laughs> well, I think it's that smokiness of it. I like the smokiness, the coffee style. So it's one of those things, yeah. either you like it or you don't. Because I know you sometimes well, are a fan. It, it depends on what else it's mixed with, I'm sure. Because you brewed it a couple of different times, I feel like. And yeah, one, one time one it I was like smoke, real smoky. And then the other time it was less smoky. And I liked the, mm-hmm. like the hint of smoke rather than like the abundance of smoke. Yeah, full blown. <laughs> Drinking a chimney or something. Right. <laughs> Uh, the old stolen bicycle, the red turn of the JPA, er, of red turn of the Jet IPA. Yeah, I can't even say it. Canine Cosmonaut, Oktoberfest, and the strong, dark, and Belgian. So I've noticed you've had a few more, like uh, you brewed the one specifically for Soulbird. Yeah, the Mexican Amber, and that one's actually pretty close to the Stovepipe, but it doesn't have the smokiness. Oh, oh interesting. Nice. It's just like a dark, mild lager. And then the Stamblond. Am I reading that right? Stamblond. Yeah. Stom. Yeah, we haven't had that one. That was new since then. And then the Marquette. I know that one's new. Uh, that one I did with two E's uh, grape juice. Ooh. That was the one I had. I love that one. Yeah. The Marquette. I got that one on right I, now. I think we should do the Marquette. the last keg of it. Let's Is it? Yeah, let's do Marquette. I think we should try that one. And then maybe <laughs> after that, do like the Stom Blonde, maybe. Okay. Or, or whatever one you want to Or whatever one you want to do. Yeah. It's up to you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you want to promote. (laughs) We'll drink. I'm going to pause this. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, uh, before we get to the beer, I do have a question because I noticed your merchandise up here. Yeah. The new logo, the double B. Uh, yeah, that was that? Uh, Derek, who works here. I love that. That's so cool. It's kind of Because I thought it was like that. a Detroit Tiger. Yeah, like, I was going to say Yankees, yeah. but I was like, that's, I don't think No, it's Detroit, Yankees, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I told him I was thinking about doing, or I thought it would be cool to do. A uh, like a that Detroit thing, but with bees. Yeah, yeah, more That's simplified so awesome. version. And so we did it just for those hats, but then I put on the. It was like around the, the time to order yeah. growlers again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna throw it on some howlers. Yeah, That's really cool. I love it. Yeah, it's a mashup. To me, it's like a mashup between like the Detroit Tigers logo and then uh, like the Daredevil, the double D's on Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or like uh, if you've seen the show on Netflix, it's like. A D, and then you got the D like below it, like kind oh, of yeah. shifted to the right. Um, so that's what it looks like to me. I like it because you can you can relate to the the double Bs. Yeah, well, I, uh, when I wear it, the hat around, I get a lot of people that are like, "What team is that?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that team. Incognito, yeah, like, in a way. Is that double Detroit? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's cool. It definitely makes people ask and then, you know, helps get the word out there too. So it's yeah. pretty cool. I don't think we ever asked about your official logo. How did like 
Did someone design that for you or? Yeah, that was uh, Josh Voles. Okay. Who, uh, you went to, he's kind of a friend of a friend. Mm -hmm. And he was either going to school for graphic design or was out of school for graphic design. And he was working at the zoo. Oh, well. And uh, so he, I think he just did like some side work. And so, yeah, he came up with the logo. And then, uh, but now he's Matt Anthony's like uh label mar- like graphic oh. marketing person oh. Oh. you lost him <laughs> uh. <You> lost. <laughs> no I, I but i do really like your logo it's definitely unique and like it, it doesn't scream beer but you see the brewing company and like it has its own unique vibe to it yeah and the fort wayne heritage too. yeah yeah i like to have like any of my merch or logos i like to have kind of like subtle mm-hmm. to where it like it looks clean and cool mm-hmm. but then you might have to like ask about it You're like oh what is that it's like a conversation mm-hmm. starter yeah. in that way because exactly. if it's too busy people are going to like overlook it mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. yeah you know and they're just kind of like i don't know people just gravitate to like simple stuff but <laughs> yeah it's also cool to just like wear stuff that's not a billboard for something <laughs> not yeah <laughs> super just, obnoxious but just looks right. cool yeah <laughs> Like Keith always has that shirt on. I feel like every time we record, I do. I love this shirt. <laughs> He's got a bird boy the shirt. Das on. The Das boot. The Das boot. The Das Indiana. Yeah, my wife actually has like the, the shirt, the gray one with like the uh, original logo on it. Oh yeah. Like that's like one of her night shirts. <laughs> she, I swear she, she wears it like once a week. Yeah, I've got one of those still. It's like almost transparent now. I would wear it, but like they kind of. I don't fit me like well. Yeah, like, I'm a bigger guy, so I'd yeah, probably have to special order or something like See, that. See, I wear it a lot because it fits me well. Yeah. Plus, I love advertising. <laughs> it's like bird boy, what's that? And it does remind me. We were out last week, and I love because I think you had a T-shirt here for a while. It says "We're not Warbird." Oh, yep. Yeah. Yes, right up there. <laughs> yeah, we're not Warbird. Guy actually had a Warbird T-shirt on. Oh wow. and They still made those. He was when we were at Dickies. Vintage, you remember that? It's like I looked over at the camera. This guy's got a Warbird Warbird shirt. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Oh, that was last week, right? Yeah, that was last week. Or hearing this two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, whatever. In real time. (laughs) Yeah. In real time, not podcast time. (laughs) We should have started a Patrick Swayze bar fight with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I imagine you were wearing your Bird Boy shirt. I probably did have this (laughs) one. All right, so now we got the... Yeah, in front of us we have the uh, Marquette. Marquette. Yeah, Instead uh, of me reading it, I think... Belgian Saison. Belgian yeah. Saison. Well, you're Tell us about reader. <laughs> but he knows more about it than I do. Oh, I, I just read. <laughs> you don't have a write-up for this? <laughs> there is a little one. There's a little one on the menu here, but yeah. there's not much. Uh, Belgian Saison made with two E's, grape must. Light, dry, and a little fruity. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't as good as Keith's. Really. <laughs> but it's, it's from the creator, so it's much better. So you got like a... Uh, extra thing of grapes from two E's, and they asked if you wanted to. Use yeah, it. they they do their Marquette wine, uh, like every f- late summer fall, and I guess they had so much grape juice this year that they weren't going to use it all, and so Eric from two E's called me up and asked if I'd be interested in buying some grape juice from him. So I was hmm. like, yeah, sure, I'll find something to use it in. That's cool that they actually like reached out to you. Yeah. Would they ever give you a barrel to age beer in? Uh, maybe. 
That'd be. I hadn't asked about it, but that'd be interesting to have. And then I don't know if they reuse them, I've, or yeah, throw them away. What do they do with them? I imagine they reuse them for a while. I don't know if they lose anything over time or yeah. I don't know. But to to brew something like in a wine barrel would be different than like the bourbon barrel yeah, age. So been, yeah, something I've like this done. to yeah. add to really bring out more of that alcohol. I know it's been done. I don't think I've had a wine barrel. Yeah, aged beer. I thought I've heard of one. We had that one. Did we have one? That project. The one that uh, I got from that beer tasting, that oh, was wine. Yes. Burn. It yes, was yes. aged on a two-week barrel, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was really I good. Forgot about, I thought there was somebody mm-hmm. that did do one. I couldn't remember exactly. So it happens. Happened. I don't know how they got a hold of the barrel, but yeah. they just, I guess you just have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but using it five times, you'd be like, eh, ruins the wine here. You can have it. Oh, use yeah. it for something else. Age your beer and then give it back to them and they can age their wine and have yeah. like a different unique wine. There you go. Back and forth trades. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually like the, if you guys had the rye and dry saison. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that the base beer? Yeah, basically? that's kind of the base beer. And then I replaced the sugar with grape juice. Uh, this is seventy or 7 ABV and 60 IBUs. It's very sweet with that grape juice added. So what part it's of the like process? A tart too. Yeah. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is like... What part of the process does the grape juice go to? Uh, after the fermentation's done, then I dumped all the grape juice into the fermenter. Really? And then, uh, so that way, uh, it keeps most of the aroma in the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you dump it in too early, then the fermentation kind of, like, boils all the aroma away. Um, but then it, all the sugar fermented out, too. So it leaves it nice and dry. Nice. What, uh, what like batch of malts did you use for the like, the the Ryan Dry? Because that's yeah. Um, I don't remember the exact grain bill. It's mostly Pilsner malt from uh, Sugar Creek malt mm-hmm. in Lebanon, Indiana. And then uh, oh, they used to have a that's where they, yeah, that's where uh, <laughs> what, what was our podcast now? Oh God, I don't. His name's Jesse. Hops and Chit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from Sugar Creek Hops? Yeah, there was two guys that worked there that had a podcast, oh, yeah. Hops and Chit. Oh. Um, and they were all part of the Hopped Up Network. Oh, Chit? Chit. Like C-H-I-T. C-H-I-T. Not like shit. Like shit. Yeah. Well, I've got a shirt from Sugar Creek. I traded him a shirt. And it says, it has like a grain like going through the different germination stages oh really and then it says something shit's one of the stages right isn't that where that word comes from i don't know it's something to do with grain yeah um i can't remember what the shirt says now (laughs) but it's like either like hot chit or like some pun on shit yeah i I can see that like hot chit yeah hot shit so yeah, like the Marquette, I love the. I was the trying sweet. to. I was trying to find the Geek SRM. The, the sweetness. That <laughs> oh comes yeah, through. you have to pull that up. <laughs> what we normally do that we have this ranking that we have of like geeky colors uh-huh. of like different things, like um, Metroid. That's what I was thinking for this one right here. <laughs> Metroid. Like we try to compare the color to something geeky. Because it's the um, normal SRM, and then we put geek colors into it. So. Oh. Kind of weird how we do all this. We have, but yeah, it's, pretty it's like neat. The background color, yeah, it's kind of like the average of all of mm-hmm. the. So I was thinking like 13, 14, 15, somewhere in that line. I can't get it to fit on one screen, but yeah, 
Well, it kind of throws you off because the grape juice was purple, so the, yeah, the beer is like kind of changes color. color. It's kind of like red, or oh, I got some weird. Yeah, it's almost like a two tone. Yeah, but it's on a different dock. Like, do you, have you played or know of like Super Metroid? Um, no, that's so like never uh, one I played. So it was like a Super Nintendo game originally, and um, the character Samus, she's like a. I don't know. I know it from Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like when she like when she Turns goes down into a morph ball, the morph ball, like you can, you can like around. pull her down into a morph ball and she can roll uh-huh. like roll through the. It's almost a bit everything. of a Stranger Things monster. Oh yeah, it is. I don't know if you've watched Stranger Things on Netflix, but oh, it's I like that, the that. Toyota Supra. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be that one too. The <laughs> <Brian> Supra. <laughs> I got a whole list of colors here. But, yeah, uh, but the beer, like when it was done before I added the grape juice, was almost like the blonde mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. So it was just like super pale. It's like our scorpion color <laughs> or yes. whatever. Pichu pale. Pichu pale is our lightest yeah. one. <laughs> so, like, just the grape juice alone? Like, yeah. Turn it, like, yeah, definitely. It darkened it up a lot. Wow. So, how much grape juice like, did they give you? Uh, 20 gallons. One gallon. In a. 250 gallon batch how do you transport something like that the grape juice mm-hmm. i just had it in buckets <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. well i had it uh because they sold it to me like those five gallon buckets yeah they have a bunch of those uh they sold it to me when the when they harvested it mm. and then they crushed it um and then you have to either use it right away or freeze it because it goes bad mm-hmm. yeah real quick uh so i actually had it frozen for a while okay because you had to get the beer ready first before yeah. you could just use yeah. it in something right it was kind of short notice to <laughs> it's like, we got grapes you want them um, yeah but i don't know what to do with them yeah uh, i'll figure it out <laughs> so i remember when we were doing the red turn of the jedi ipa like the first time and you were uh dropping like the all the grain and malt like in and and like you were stirring uh-huh. like, how do you how do you, do you just like drop it all in and then come back down stairs and like mix it all yeah. up? Yeah. Well, I set it up because when I started the brewery, it was just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I kind of assumed it would just be me for a long time. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, yeah. and so I kind of set well. it up to Some helpers <laughs> to be able to do it by myself. Yeah, that's uh, cool. But there's like a big hopper. So for the grain. So what you do is you, you go upstairs, you fill the hopper. Then you kind of and then you turn the mill on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have about five or ten minutes before it starts, starts to run you. empty. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and so then you go downstairs, <laughs> you stir everything, make sure everything is going good, and then run back upstairs, dump another bag <laughs> in. Wow. <laughs> so that really makes the process longer than having to run back and forth to do that. Uh, right. It doesn't take any more time. It's just a lot more busy. It's a lot more exercise. A lot more walking exercise. <laughs> a yeah. lot more exercise, basically. Up down. Up down. Yeah. That's not bad. Because then after that, I mean, once like once you have all your grain, you know, down in the uh That's the, the busy tank, part. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like fairly easy after that. It's like a waiting game at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I've even got some automation now. Oh, really? So you remember turning the pump on and off? 
Yes. That's what Dustin <laughs> was. That's like his favorite thing to do. <laughs> I've got a, I got I some float switches now. Oh, so that's really I just cool. turn the pump on and then put the float switches in, and then you just have to sit there and make sure it doesn't overflow. <laughs> but you have to keep the, the switch doesn't get stuck. So uh, yeah, I do have some video of that on our YouTube. Yeah, of <laughs> Dustin turning the switch on and off. Yeah, and maybe we can link it when we post yeah, this episode. Yeah, go back to the original. That'd mm-hmm. be pretty cool. See the process. So everybody jokes that like brewers do like mostly cleaning. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Is of that cleaning. true? Is it? Yeah, we kind of pieced out on that part. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Miss Brew. It's like, all right, peace. Thanks for letting us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it was like a god awful mess, like all over the floor. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of cleaning, but like most of it's not too bad because you'll just you kind of let the chemicals like do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you, you just put it on a through. cycle. Yeah, it cleans most of it, and then you gotta go in and scrub it a little, and then just rinse it. Do you hand scrub like all your tanks? Uh, oh. yeah. Except yeah. the bright tanks, because they're there's not really any like solids in there, mm-hmm. and so they clean out real easy. The mm-hmm. fermenters are the worst, because you get hops and <laughs> proteins and all kinds of stuff just like caked on the top and the sides mm-hmm. what about the kegs is that like a is there a chore to that too cleaning all the kegs when you're done um it is only because there's so many of them yeah that's that's kind of what i was imagining yeah like what's the typical size that you use like the the smaller ones or like uh i use more of the bigger sizes bigger. especially since you're not distributing anymore it's yeah, your places. Most yeah, when I distributed, ones. most of them were the smaller kegs. Mm-hmm. Pony keg is that? Are the smaller ones pony kegs or the is that what they call normal them? ones? Pony. I I, I always I thought the pony kegs were the the real wide ones, but real mm-hmm. short. Oh okay okay, mm-hmm. which are the same size as my small kegs. Yeah, they're skinnier they're, and longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Weird names that they got for these things. Yeah. I don't know who comes up with them. <laughs> so the grape really does come through. In this beer, it's really good. Yeah, like the tartness or, mm-hmm. or sweetness of it. It's sweet, finishes tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweetness of the it's beer. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you like, uh, if you like mixed a a wine with like an like a rye or an amber. Yeah, and like that's exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. When I, um, like after I dumped the juice in, and it wasn't even like juice; it was more like a smoothie. Okay. Mm. Consistency. Mm. Mm. I was picturing like a grape jelly or something. Like yeah. <laughs> no, it was like it was a smoothie consistency though. So it's pretty thick, but mm-hmm. not like jelly. Right. But so not like juice. Solid. Um, Somewhere in the middle. I I like took a little taste of what was in the bucket, mm-hmm. and it was like really sour, which surprised me because I thought it would taste like grape jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was actually, like, if you guys have ever had, like, the big grapes with pits in them. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was like, like that. that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that they used, like, more sour grapes on wine because it brings more of the flavor th- instead of, like, the grapes you just buy at the grocery store that are yeah. more toned down version of the grapes that are used in wine. Where do you f- get most your recipes is it just something that you 
because uh, of like the experience you just come up with it yeah i just come up own. with it and then i i've got some books that i if i haven't done a beer before i'll do a little research and look through my books and um kind of come up with a recipe and then i tweak it a little bit to what i have or what i can get all right mm-hmm. grain wise and hop wise yeah yep. i know hops are kind of a hot commodity seems yeah. like only certain people can get a hold of certain hops it seems like yeah <laughs> well, you're in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know like not all brewers have can just like go and get like a hop like every, every hop out there yeah um, really just the the trendy ones citra and amarillo simcoe mm-hmm. um i know there's some newer ones yeah, but because the farmers kind of hold the copyright on those those names or whatever, so only certain farms can make those hops. Yeah, there's like was it like a patent or something yeah. on the hops? Yeah, so there's not a an uh, unlimited supply right. of them. Right. Where some of the older styles are pretty popular for like in the growers. public domain type yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> they've been around for so long. <laughs> right. Anybody can have them. <laughs> right. But I don't do a lot of the like hoppy IPAs yeah, and stuff know. that require the citra hops. Right. Um, so the hops really aren't the limiting factor for me. Mm-hmm. And do you have a local hop farm that you go to a lot? Uh, there is a local hop farm that I do one beer with. Uh, it's called Lone Wolf. Okay. I, I remember that one. And then the, uh, I think that- the farms up in Angola, it's called Wolf Farms. Well, okay. They do Cascade, and Chinook. Oh, nice. And so I make one beer uh, with just Those two. Wolf Farm hops. Wolf Farm, okay. A Dustin specialty. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. His last name is Wolf. His last name is Wolf. I know there's so many different hops out there. Like uh, the one we just had on a previous episode is like experimental hops, like a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually getting like technical chemically and like a little bit of this hop and this hop like all combined together yeah i don't know there's like these really weird what was the one that we ended with those episodes what which episode the one we just recorded two to no it was our patreon episode oh I think it was. yes the the sabro hops. sabro thank you i couldn't think of what oh. it was called it was like something new it's like the first they claim to be the first Indiana brewery to use the new Sabro hop or yeah. something. They said it was like a hybrid between two different ones. I mean, it's getting crazy out there. It was there, the, the Indiana City Yo 2. Huh. Yeah, their Yo series that just came out. So, Well, hops have like a whole family tree. Mm-hmm. But then they just keep splitting off. <laughs> it's getting crazy. It is like crazy horse hops. Like I saw that when we went down to uh, Sample, Indiana, like their the Indie Craft Brew. Mm-hmm. Um, event there was a guy who had like a crazy horse hop shirt yeah and, like they use crazy horse it was pax verum brewing pax verum they use oh. crazy horse i was like that hell is crazy horse <laughs> <laughs> they're like a local or an indiana like hop distributor i haven't bought anything from them but yeah uh i've met the guy i wonder if that was the guy or if he just had a shirt oh i don't know <laughs> I know we went to. Uh, I don't know the guys were like, "Oh yeah, we've seen you on Instagram." Like, yeah, because we were wearing our shirts. Like, uh, yeah, I had like my like a hoodie on that had. Uh, I can't remember what logo it was. 
then you had something on it was like green and <laughs> I try to promote myself as much as I can. <laughs> we do <laughs> slowly recognizable a few places we've been to a few beer tastings we're like hey i've listened to you guys before it's like oh cool <laughs> we're making it big time <laughs> <laughs> we're getting out there you guys want to take a break i gotta pee <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> do you like what drinking geek out is providing do you want more do you like video games, Game of Thrones, comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office? Well, so do we. However, sometimes these things just don't fit in with our current show format, but we still want to provide this to you. Just to provide you with an update, we do have five tiers on our Patreon, with all nerdy stuff to provide to you. You can become a super geek and receive a bonus episode every month. You become a mega geek, and we can pick a topic for a future show. You can become an uber geek, and we can do a show tailored around you. The perks go on and on, and will continue to grow. So go on down to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout for more information. And now, back to the show. We're back with the blonde, right? Is that what you brought out first? The Stom, Stom, Stom blonde. blonde. Stom is, in Belgium they speak Dutch. Mm. Dutch, or Stom is Dutch for dumb. Dumb. Uh, dumb, dumb blonde. I love dumb it. Blonde. I love it. Oh, it's misspelled. Nice. Storm. Storm blonde. Yeah. Storm blonde. It does look like a misspelled. Really, people come in all the time. Like, oh, I'll take a storm blonde. Yeah, because when you like initially <laughs> look at it, it comes yeah. up. Like that. I think it's the font, basically. So you want to talk about the storm blonde? Yeah. This one is like one of my favorites. Really? It's kind of like uh, I feel like it's kind of an underdog because like. You see blonde ale, you're like, a, that's going to be like a Bud Light replacement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just basic. But yeah. um, actually, a Belgian blonde is a kind of Belgian strong ale. So it's, there's like a Belgian blonde, Belgian dark strong, uh, like quad and triple. triple yeah. They're all kind of like in the same category. So it's actually closer to like a triple than like what you think of as a blonde. Right. Okay. Your description here says light with fruity and spicy yeast profile made with Belgian candy sugar. So yeah, it's definitely sweet. It's yeah. It has like the, it has like the syrupy mouthfeel going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was almost thinking like a honey. Yeah, I think it's basically the flavor mixed with the consistency. Yeah, but then it has a lot of the Belgian yeast characteristics, and then it's just very dry and like mm-hmm. refreshing. And it's mm-hmm. also seven percent. So oh wow, yeah, that, yeah blondes usually at like five percent yeah. or something. Kicks it up. That's good. Yeah, I feel like a like a dry, like upfront taste to it, and then at the back end, it gets like yeah. honey, like yeah, it's kind of like a, a little bit sweetness, like a honey champagne ish beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does kind of have a champagne like remnants, reminiscence of a champagne. Yeah, a little not bit. As yeah. bu- not as bubbly as some of those champagnes, but like. Mm-hmm. I can definitely get what you're hitting, hitting yeah, at. The flavor definitely coming through there. It's excellent. So, did you come up with a recipe on this, or did you? F- yeah, uh, it was just something that me and Will always wanted to do. Um, and then, so we came up with me and Will came up with mm-hmm. the recipe, and it was just one that we never brewed. Um, and then I was just looking for something something new, and so I brought it out. Made it. Nice. Yeah. This is like one of my favorites, so. 
This is, yeah. I think it's like really true to style and yeah. And it's not something that you can find very easily. Yeah, I was gonna say it's unique. Yeah, it's, not. it's not something that we've yeah, really never even talked about before. I know Taxman does a lot of Belgians, but yeah, this one's they, theirs are like darker usually. Yeah, they usually do like the more like mainstream Belgian mm -hmm. style, so like quad and triple yeah. and saison. Mm -hmm. But nobody really does a Belgian blonde because it's in a whole nother category, and then it's like at the lower end of that category, <laughs> right? So it's in the Belgian strong ales, but it's like the lowest of the Belgian strong ales, right? Gotcha. So what's the brewer process? How does that compare to like your tail drag or something? Is it kind of similar? Like uh, it's, it's pretty similar. This has a Belgian strong ale yeast, okay, um, which was a real pain because it was very slow. <laughs> um, to ferment or yeah. Um, but otherwise, it was pretty similar to the tail dragger. Yeah. Um, it's mostly Pilsner malt, and then I think it has a little bit of Munich malt, maybe. Okay. And so then at the end of the fermentation, kind of the same way I did the the Marquette, mm -hmm. um, I dumped a, a bunch of clear Belgian candy sugar in the fermenter. Uh, so how does that, did you try that like on its own? Uh, yeah, it's just like rock candy. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay, awesome. I can get that flavor. Definitely pull that out. It's got that traditional Belgium, that the banana esque, the, yeah, that kind style, of hefeweizen. Yeah, the Belgian. I'm really loving this style. I have really recently between this and like the Scotch style. I know I've always liked for the longest time, but yeah, the sweetness of this it really comes out. It's really good. I really like it. Like you can, you know, you can identify everything. Yeah, that you put into this. Yeah. Yeah, like, being a, being a blonde, you can really taste everything. Yeah. So there's nothing really to hide behind. No. Um, so it really like brings out those Belgian yeast esters. And then uh, it's also like a very sessionable strong ale. E yeah, mm -hmm. even though it's like 7%, it's easily it yeah. drank because of the like sweetness. The it sweetness goes down it. Yeah, definitely. That's one of those... Uh, can kind of sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Start drinking yeah. a lot of these, and it's like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> As you said, what's the ABV, ABV on this? Seven. Seven, yeah, yeah. It totally sneaks up. Yeah. 22 IBUs, so it's not really bitter at all. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's really no hops. Mm -mm. Just to balance the sweetness. Yeah. But really, the showcase is the, the yeast. Mm -hmm. So you earlier you mentioned Will. Yeah. Something that you and Will wanted to do. So how did you meet Will? Or where did you meet him? He just came, like, maybe the second or third, like, growler night at okay. the brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, he came, like, every week. And he would always hmm. bring me, like, growlers of his homebrew. Really? Oh, nice. And he was like, like uh, here's my resume, basically. <laughs> yeah. like, basically, he was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, he hire was, me. Yeah, he was like, I don't know if you're looking for help, but I'll come up and help out for free. For free, wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, cool. that's what we did. <laughs> but we didn't have any yeah. experience. <laughs> sure. What was he doing? Like, 
What was he doing at the time when he was coming to the Growler Nights? Was he working? He was somewhere? working at Granite City. Oh, Granite City. Yeah, okay. Just as a server. And then um, I started paying him whenever I could. Yeah. Um, but he's still at Granite City. And then uh, he's a bartender now. Yeah. And then uh, I he I works at, at Summit, Summit City. City. Okay. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> him out at Summit City a few Actually, times. Actually, Kat works at Summit City now. Does she? Yeah. Does she really? I, I thought yeah, she was so. working at like Banditos or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know if she's still at Banditos, uh, but I know she works at Summit City now. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> Everybody migrated there. I mean, it's a good brewer, yeah. Is she a server at Summit City? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Will's and just a bartender. Bartender. I think they wanted him to like help Beer, out brewing. Yeah, brew, yeah. But he's like, nah, I just want to bartend for a while. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Need a break. <laughs> Does he homebrew still? I think so, yeah. Okay. I haven't had any of his beer, uh, like really since the Growler Night days. But he got his. He always had some good homebrews. He had a really good, uh, like sour, like a light sour beer. Really, it was really good. I remember he like brought out a a beer that he did, or he said he did when we were. He was telling us about a beer recording he did. the what? recording at the Red Turn of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was, was that, that sour? Was it a sour? It. I don't think he brought it out. I just remember him talking about like something he was right. working on at home or something. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, yeah. it had a lot of like citrus in it. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know what that would would be. It was like a space station middle finger or something like that. Like the three Floyds. Three Floyds. I don't know. Maybe he like an IPA. Yeah. Maybe he said he had uh, done something similar to this, or maybe he. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he was never like big on the IPAs either. Really, he would usually he would usually brew different stuff, <laughs> either sours or Belgian styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think outside the box, kind of get yeah. Know, try to get away from the trend. get a, get away from yeah what everybody else yeah. is doing. And, Absolutely. So I'm looking at the color of this one, and I'm thinking maybe tails, tails. I don't know. Here's, here's. I got a better <laughs> list. I'll look at it. Uh, yeah, I'd say probably like scorpion or hairy snitch. This is, or maybe the Pikachu because. Oh yeah, that light. You, I did, there's you like really a, can't get much lighter than this. It's clear. It's clear, but the next one uh, there's like have, a little so. like. You showed that to me, and I was like. Uh, yeah, maybe like Star Fox, but then I was like, okay, then maybe I can make a case for uh, the Clyde's Ghost. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely clear, but I th- I feel like it's kind of a darker color than because we've seen those like light, really like Bud Light looking ones where they just look like yeah. water. Right. <laughs> yeah, glass, I would. The glassware has a kind of a big impact. On yeah, that. that's so true like too. when you get it in the like the little tube like flight glasses. <laughs> They're, they look a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah, get into like a pitcher, it looks super dark. It's super dark because you get looking through a lot more. Yeah. We don't really have a regulated glass that we look through the where we can look at these yeah, colors. It's always different every time. So It's just fun. Like, it's, it's fun. <laughs> we bring out, I mean, we got to bring in the geek part of the podcast. We can't drink all the time. Right? <laughs> I mean, we can, but still. Well, it's like got to compare it to something. Yeah, it's still fun. Well, there's like so many podcasts that are just like beer, like craft beer strictly. Yeah. It's like we have to have something that kind of like unique. It can branch out. Yeah. I like the color scale. 
Where'd you, did you guys make that? I made it, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I had together. a, well, let me go back. I'll show you what I started with. So I have just this lit, like. Yeah, like an SRM scale. Yeah, and then I just found characters and matched them to yeah. each color. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever picture you and it, like, it was all him, yeah. like matching up uh -huh. like, characters. It, uh, yeah, I spent probably a week when I was supposed to actually be working <laughs> at my normal job doing that. I work from home, so I kind of just do what I want. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would agree. I think this is like a five or six uh, Tales, Tales, or um, Scorpion. Yeah, somewhere in that. Somewhere, yeah. In Second that range. tier. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I just like the how, um, you know, it's like at that dry up front, and then it's kind of... Uh, like a honey sweetness at the back end there. Yeah. And it still has like that typical, I don't know, I want to say bird boy flavor, flavor to it. Cause I like we notice when we drink different beers from similar, same breweries that they all have like that thing that kind of yeah. links them. I don't know how yeah, it, it the, the yeast apart, or whatever, or that kinda, you know, the, the same, I mean like vats that you're using it's the same place that it comes from i don't know it's it's a unique style that every place has yeah you kind of can tell you can tell like it's a, a birdboard beer or, or it's, it's a three fluids or yeah. if it's a yeah well, there's, it's, it's there's a lot unique. of like small things like even the like the shapes and the size of the tanks mm -hmm. that go have an impact flavor. on flavor absolutely so i think some of that the water you use yeah the water mm -hmm. has a huge impact um and then the yeast. Usually, places have like a house yeast, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which they they'll use like one yeast. It's the mother dough. I use a, a couple <laughs> different Belgian yeasts, but they're all pretty similar. Right. And you also get like your malts from the same place, so yeah, and stuff like that. So that probably has an impact too, I would imagine. But I I like that that I can be like, okay, this has that flavor that I'm used to from this brewery, but it also is a new style that I can right. grab on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's like... No, it's I just mean, like... It's like branding your own thing. So, right. I mean... It's, it's like, very unique how it... There's like a... There's like a bird boy signature like taste to it. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like the grain bill that you like are always using or whatnot, but it's just like... Yeah, I think it's just kind of that culmination of all, all those the factors. Factors that... The, the that size play, of the tank and the, the water. The process and... Everything well, even like the shape of the tank, if it's like tall and skinny or short and fat, it yeah, has a different a flavor, flavor impact. Mm -hmm. So if you had like, if you took your same recipe and went to a different brewery and made it, it would yeah, have probably it would a different probably flavor. Different. Yeah. All right, back with our uh, next beer that we have here, the Hangar Seven Kolsch. I don't know anything about it because it's not on it's the not menu, on so <laughs> Ben's to go gonna to have to source. fill us in on. What this one is? Yeah, it's a German Kolsch style, which is like a hybrid ale and lager. Uh, so it's it's a specific Kolsch yeast, mm -hmm. but you do it at kind of a medium temperature. So usually oh, yeah. ales are like seventy, lagers are like fifty five. Mm -hmm. So this we fermented at like sixty, sixty two somewhere in there. So it gives you a little bit of the fruitiness. Um, of an ale and then like the clean smoothness of a lager right I can get that and mm -hmm. I know lagers take a, typically a little bit longer yeah to 
So this takes brew, not as long, but a little it's bit longer. in between. So oh, that's interesting. I never thought about a Kolsch that way, like in middle ground between ales and lagers. It's kind of the German, uh, like steam style. <laughs> During the revolution, they started brewing this because like. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they could brew a little faster. In the 1500s. And then they moved on to ales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I noticed when I drink this, it's like uh, pretty light like at first. Yeah. And then like at the end, it's uh, like a sweet, bitter bitterness yeah. yeah. to it. Kind of like, like that fruitiness. Like, it's that German. Yeah, it's really like a light lager. Taste. Yeah. With a little bit of ale influence and then some of the, a little bit of hoppiness. Yeah. That comes out. Yeah, it's a, a little bit of hoppiness. It's different. Yeah, it's very unique. It's good, though. Mm-hmm. I figured it'd be a good introduction. I know we've always talked about this on the show before. Like, a lot of people new to the craft beer scene, a lot of, like, the older generation that comes in be like, yeah. what do you have that's close to a Budweiser? What do you <laughs> right. have that's close to this? Yeah. Something I've been drinking since the 1970s. <laughs> um, that Never you know, ask anybody... <laughs> Any bartender. Yeah. What, what's close what's to the Bud Light? Yeah. We'll give you water. <laughs> That's yes. what my dad always asks. Yes. And I'm like, just let me pick your beer out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even ask. I'll just I'll order your beer. <clears throat> I'll order it. <laughs> but I know there's a lot you know, a lot of people like that that come in and they have no idea, you know, what to expect from these breweries. And, right. You know, it th- it throws people off. So they're used yeah, to drinking kind of one specific beer their whole life, and mm-hmm. they've never got out of, outside of that box. So, like, yeah, they see someone brewing beer down the street, they're like real concerned about that. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, <laughs> like uh, me and my wife, we have a like a other couple friends that are married, and they have like a couple kids, and like you have friends besides us. Well, sometimes, yeah, I have a few. <laughs> I thought we were exclusive, pale. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, I have a few friends that are like you know other married couples, and they have kids and. Like the, my, you know, the husband, he has, he drinks Bush Light, like, all the time. Ugh. It's like, you have, like, no idea, like, what, <laughs> what beer yeah. is supposed to taste What like. is out there. Like, yeah. what is, like, so much better that's out yeah. there. That's even like, a more watered-down version of Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I can find so many beers that are, like, 100 times better than Bush Light that you'll probably be into. Well, you probably wouldn't like, like them, though. Exactly. they don't He's, taste like Bush They don't Light. taste exactly. like nothing. <laughs> Yeah, of the taste of nothingness. Like, it was funny because like he came over to my house. They have the absence of a soul. <laughs> I came over to the house one day and I uh, gave him like uh, one of like Revolution Brewing's like IPAs. Mm-hmm. It was like the Hero IPA. Yeah, it was like sixty four IBUs. Oh man! And like he almost like spit it back out. <laughs> yeah, like it was so like hoppy. <laughs> That's a dramatic change from like zero IBUs to sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, it's like a really good like IPA. I mean. Yeah. And he just was like not used to it at all because that's all he drinks is Bush Light. <laughs> and I was like, damn it, I missed my opportunity to bring somebody over in a craft beer. Yeah, you had to, yeah. you get you to start, start them slowly. slowly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Either like this or the tail dragger is usually. There's been a couple people like up at Solberg that wander in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They're like, what do you got that's like Bud Light? And yeah, really? Yeah. Ugh. I was like, well, here, try the, try the tail dragger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll start you. And, and then they're like, oh, this is good. I'll take a second pint. 
Perfect. Yeah, I've had my I gave my dad a growler of the tail dragger back when you were still on Collins, and he really liked it. And I was surprised because all he drinks is Bud Light, yeah, or, or Keystone even. And, <laughs> and then so like every time I go over there, I try to inch him towards like yeah. out of that his like. I don't know his box or whatever. I think he's gotten a little bit better because yeah. he left a few of those beers in his fridge. Yeah, we recorded over <laughs> at your house for a while, and he tried them. And yeah, he seemed to like them. So you gotta start him slow, though. Yeah, You're right. Definitely. Like I left a ivory no, stout. No IPAs, no stouts. I left no, no, an no, ivory no, no, stout no. in there, and definitely I not a stout. Really threw him off. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what he was expecting that day. So I think that was way out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That was way out there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't leave it for him to. Well, I guess I did give it to him for to, to try, but I kind of warned him ahead of time. But he, that was not what he's expecting. Yeah. Do you have like a lot of the return customers like out here at Roanoke, like that come in that start with the tail dragger and they're like, all right, let me try uh, something new. Yeah, we've got a lot of locals mm-hmm. that come in, but I feel like they're already kind of acclimated to craft, craft. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not getting the Milwaukee's best people coming in here. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't get a lot of those because they. There's a couple other places in town. Like, there's the Village Inn, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like a, just like a like a gateway biker craft beer. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. They're like a restaurant. Okay, they have light beer and craft beer. But then there's the Lock. That's mm-hmm. just like the biker bar. Right. Oh yeah. And that's where all those people get. Yeah. They right. they either go there. Or here, or if they're in between, they go to the village. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Well, I mean, over it's there. nice that they have options. Yeah, because Roanoke's not a very yeah. big town. And uh, some customer came in earlier while we were off break, and they're asking about trivia nights. So you do like stuff like that out here. Yeah, we do trivia night, and then we do like live music occasionally. Yeah, uh, it's like, always on a Friday. Oh, okay, not every Friday. The, the live music. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you said like Wednesday for trivia night. Maybe. Yeah, trivia's on Wednesdays. It definitely brings in a different crowd because a lot of places are like trying to do the trivia and everything else. That they're there for that. I don't know. They're here for the beer too, as well. But being you know outside of Fort Wayne, I figured you have a little bit of a different crowd. You know, yeah. the locals and everybody that comes in, and they enjoy that. So. Yeah, it's kind of a draw from like Southwest Fort Wayne mm-hmm. and Huntington. And they yeah, kind of like that's true. Meet in, in the middle. middle. People that come to Two E's, do they like <clears throat> trickle over here too? It's, it's usually like uh, husbands. Yeah, they're like drop their <laughs> yes. lights off. That's exactly what I was Or they have to suffer over there, and then the wives, then the wives suffer, suffer over here. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's kind of a bad way to look at it, but it's true. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. So if I could get Bird Boy on tap over at Two E's, that would be so nice. <laughs> yeah. That's my goal for date night: is like dinner and then. Go to like two E's winery, get a and slushy, then, and then come over here. Get like a slushy, and then come back over here. Yeah, and get like what I really want to get, <laughs> <laughs> the beer. Like a good beer, and then uh, like go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I'd I'd suffer over at two E's, which like their slushies aren't that bad. Like have you They're tried really their? Yeah, slushies? I get them at Rudy's once in a while. Oh yeah, Rudy's yeah. has them too. Which I'm I, I like them, and but um, it's not like my personal preference, like. Yeah, it's kind of. Bo- have you ever been to Layato Brewery? Yeah, it kind of feels like their relationship with Country Heritage because it's like the same. It's yeah, right, it's right there, and then 
they get the same crowd, like mix of people. It yeah. feels like. Mm-hmm. It gets back to the beer. Color-wise, I think it's very similar to the the uh, blonde. Mm-hmm. But you were saying how the blonde's lower in the keg, so it's cleaner. It, it like it settled more. The keg, uh, the blonde, had more time to settle. Right. Right. So th- that's why this one's a little cloudier. Yeah. So the Kolsch one, like, when did you first do this one? This uh, last year. This was like a spring seasonal. Spring season. Okay. Yeah. And you came up with it, like, like the recipe yourself. Yeah. You just put it together. Yeah. I mean, it's fairly new on tap because it's not even listed on the yeah the flyer or whatever you call this menu. <laughs> So that makes sense why this one's a little cloudier. It's brand new, and the other one was older. So have you thought about um, bringing any, like, events to the the brewery at, on Collins? Like, you used to do, like, bottle releases and growler nights. Yeah. You ever thought about doing anything else there? Maybe. The only thing that I had really thought about was uh, – if I have a beer that gets infected or, <laughs> or it just doesn't turn out good. So they're about yeah. to dump out anyway. Yeah. Uh, I thought about getting like a dunk tank and then <laughs> filling, yes. filling the dunk tank with the bad beer. That's yes. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then doing like an event with that. I think that's a good idea. Yes. That'd be fun. Do like your like bad beer events yeah. or, or something like, like something I'd bad want beer. to get dunked. I'd go in there. And I'd, like, I'd, I'd probably go like... <laughs> One keg of it on tap so you can try it and then they're like, oh yeah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I'd rather jump in it than actually drinking it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I would probably recommend like a like a band or a food truck to come out. Just yeah. Have yeah. Over, Save it a little bit. Uh, you know? Soul like, Kitchen. Yeah. 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 Like, well, and then I, I'd have it, obviously other beers on tap. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, right yeah. Not just your spoiled beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, just going to bring that. <laughs> Has it been good like working with Jerry? Yeah, and collaborating and whatnot. yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he used to come to uh, Heritage or Heritage Parts where I work, uh-huh. and he'd come into our break room and oh uh, yeah, and um, like uh, he'd have like his like little grills, uh-huh. or, like his flat top grills, and like like you know spray his oil on it and like and like get it all like heated up and everything, and it would just like. Like the Get whole hall, everybody hungry all the, the whole hallway would like smell <laughs> yeah like uh, like oil and he talked about and, that yeah and like uh. You know Mexican food and stuff, and it's like, well, I, I gotta get sober. Right, now. <laughs> I can't stop myself now. You're like a cartoon Bugs Bunny, where your nose is just floating your body through the air to the source. <laughs> I think that was his goal too, <laughs> to just like fill the air with just like like food, you know, and yep. Mexican and whatnot. probably yeah. yeah. They're drawn <laughs> so, to it. Yep. Drawn you to smell it. it. You're gonna go right there. Yeah. So, but you know, he hasn't come uh, this year yet. So he still does the sole, like the food truck, right? Yeah, yeah mostly like the wineries and then just the big Fort Wayne, like Ted's on Thursdays, and then the Square on Tuesdays, I think. Okay. Or maybe that's Thursdays, too. I think it's Thursdays, yeah. Yeah. They do the Square. I think, I think they're, they're at like Square. Three Rivers Festival and stuff like that, like those big events. Uh, yeah. Just the big right. like food truck Summer events. Summer event, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Thursdays during the summer. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. out there at Fryman Square. Right. To do all those, yeah. And then like he'll do the, like the big like food truck, 
uh, thing that they do every summer, like the end of July, they have yeah uh, down off of Washington. I can't whatever. remember what they call it. It's like all the food trucks like park. There's like truck fest or something. Yeah, truck fe- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if like he ever comes back to our our work, I'll, I'll definitely get him. He doesn't need <laughs> you anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be in your break room. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty soon. busy these days. Can, yeah, can you serve beer in our break room? <laughs> oh, but he read his. He read your uh, handbook. He read the handbook. He's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. no, they're not. Not a good idea. Can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, so the last time we talked, well, the first time we talked, or whatever time, it, you said you made like a blueberry pancake mess of a beer yeah <laughs> have you have done tried anything weird experiments like that that have gone awry since then no nothing awry uh the biggest experiments i've done are like the marquette and, right and um i did a gooseberry berliner mm-hmm. last year I remember, yeah that was pretty good yeah the gooseberry one was we really didn't like sours and that was pretty good yeah um yeah i don't really do too much like outside the box, experimental like weird yeah <laughs> you don't want to waste your time or whatever <laughs> right it's just yeah like waste all that pro- like i don't know do you have like a small kit you can practice or yeah i'll do dumb? i'll do small batches like the yeah. the gooseberry was originally supposed to be a rhubarb <laughs> oh really okay um so we did a rhubarb small batch but by the time that was done and we tried it, you couldn't get rhubarb anymore. <laughs> so we switched to gooseberry and then just substituted, substituted it. In. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I usually don't do like too like many weird. experimental things. Or if I, if I do something new, it's usually like based on something else yeah right. something that yeah there's like some backup to you know yeah. just like going outside like the the, the marquette was like the rye and dry yeah but with grape instead of candy sugar so you know gotcha. it's just it's gonna add to a beer you already have instead of just yeah. being some crazy yeah you're gonna have to pour down the drain yeah or do a dump tank <laughs> <laughs> do a dump tank of it yeah <laughs> Is there anything uh, new and upcoming that you got? Uh, Yeah, it's actually kind of an experimental thing. Um, I'm doing a beer with Rudy's. Okay. Okay. For an event they have in October. Um, Can't remember the name of the cigar, but they do some like big cigar event every October. Yeah, I remember last year. Um, So I'm doing a because they have Rudy's Smokeout or something like that. Something along. I'm sorry. What did you say? They have all Indiana. Like wine, chocolate, mm-hmm. and beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a smoked for the cigars, chocolate because of their chocolate mm-hmm. stout. Oh, that would be so good. And then yeah. um, you got like DeBrands. <laughs> I tried to get DeBrands on. It's gonna be so expensive, but, but well, I was hoping like they give we, you some like we'd throw their name on it, yeah, and then maybe they'd throw some chocolate our way. But they're just like, nah, we're not. Int- they, we don't want to do it. That, that sounds like the brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to get a a couple bourbon barrels from Edwin Co. Oh yeah. In uh, Cherubusco. Uh, and then we'll probably do like a very limited bomber release right. of oh, bourbon barrel aged. <laughs> we would definitely talk about that on the show. That'll be good. Yes. <laughs> but, um, 
Oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I had something and I lost it. I was going to ask about uh, like the food that you serve at here at Roanoke. Yeah. Um, what are you doing now? Like, I know you do like pretzels. Yeah, for a long time it hasn't changed. Um, but it's like a limited. Since I've been back, I'm trying to like expand the menu a little bit. Yeah. And so we're taking a couple things off. Um, and then adding like some more okay. substantial food. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be more of like a lunch menu instead of an appetizer menu. Okay. Cool. cool. We don't have a kitchen here, so yeah, it's pretty limited in what we can do. <laughs> yeah. but it's like yeah. stuff you can pull out of the fridge and put together. Or yeah. You could do like maybe like a panini or something. Or yeah. Some so we're doing paninis now. Uh, I'm gonna. I haven't printed the new menus yet, but there's going to be a buffalo chicken wrap oh, nice. on there. Oh, nice. delicious. And then uh, I'm working on a salad to add, too. Awesome. Do you do waffles out here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, we do... Like a brunch menu? Uh, uh, the Soulbird has, Soul has like a brunch. Yeah, they have a full brunch menu. But on Sundays, we do Belgian waffles with... Ooh. And instead of... Usually, you'd add water... To the batter, we had uh, tail dragger. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! It's Belgian oh, beer, Belgian waffles. Yes. Oh my Belgian. god. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. Oh, that would be good. So you do that here in up and at Solberg? Uh, yeah, we were doing up at Solberg. I think they still have them up there. So okay. But we do them here every in Roanoke every Sunday, all day long. All day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? It's not just like a brunch. Yeah, not just for brunch, but yeah. all day. It's like I all saw day. like a something on Instagram about Soulbird doing like their brunch, beer, yeah, beer brunch or something they call beer it. Brunch. Their brunch is over at two. Yeah, but uh, we do the waffles here all day. Smart. That sounds delicious. <laughs> They're like extra malty, and then I think the carbonation makes them like extra fluffy too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, do you want to do like a tap room in Fort Wayne, like or anything, or do or do you have any plans for know. another tap room? Not right now. Not right now. Yeah. Uh, I've got like some plans in the work for like a brewery expansion, but other tap rooms. Yeah, not right now. Yeah, I think you're pretty set, like for now, like yeah. on the Roanoke tap room, and then like what's going on at Soulbird. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if Collins is like, is that enough space for you to accommodate your brewing, or do you need? Uh, right now it's more enough, tanks. Yeah. Or... Mm-hmm. But I still get people that like on Friday and Saturday come and like knock on. Really? The door. Yeah. Like, really? Are you open? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're old listeners of our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably, probably like I listened to episode seventeen. <laughs> I heard there was a brewery over here on Collins Drive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think your website still is that as like. Well, no, it, it actually says like no longer. Yeah, I've tried to put out everywhere that we're not open Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, people still show up. They've been searching for two years. <laughs> that is really? In the Collins Center, and they still haven't found it. <laughs> Did you take your sticker off the front door? So yeah. They, they won't know. Come up knocking. Take, yeah, take all, yeah, take all stickers off. But no, like, the, I still do not the, enter. Yeah, <laughs> I still have all that stuff on there, but I just keep the doors locked and just ignore their <laughs> yeah. their pleas for beer. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 
Uh, rock climbing. What's that? Rock climbing. Oh, yeah. So I follow you on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Traditional climber. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, you uh, rock climber. And what? Yeah, I started rock climbing maybe like three years ago. Okay. Um, and I've kind of gotten like really into that in the last couple yeah. of years. Where yeah, do you um, like? There's no like mountains. What, around yeah. Here. What are some? What, are, you what are places on? that you like to go to climb? Yeah. There's a. So in Fort Wayne, there's the the YMCA's have like a small rock climbing wall. Oh, okay. And so that's kind of where all of the Fort Wayne climbers go congregate yeah. on uh, Wednesday of the Dupont Y. Mm-hmm. There's a an adult climb which you don't have to be a member. Really? Really? Yeah. Um. But outside, there's the Red River Gorge in Kentucky. Okay. Which is like uh, just east of Lexington. And there's like, that's like one of the best places in the world. Really? To climb. Is that like an actual like, uh, like rock or mountain you can climb? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not like mountain, but cliff. It's kind of like hilly and then there's like cliffs. Yeah. Cliffs. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then I saw like you were doing some kind of like uh, I don't know like um, one of those like things that like hang gliding or whatever oh, they call uh, it. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Paragliding. Like <laughs> paragliding. A, a year ago. Yeah. Um, um, which there's even less of around here. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> um, but there's I went out to jump off of. To yeah, I went out to flat. Colorado last summer. Yeah, uh, like out to Denver, mm-hmm. and so I did a little bit. Then, oh yeah, they got plenty of mountains out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so what? Is, what's the trick to doing that? Just uh, um, hold on, <laughs> hold yeah. on, jump off. <laughs> um, actually, a lot of that I just learned on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of sh- um, train yourself on YouTube. Yeah, but I've uh, I've actually like got a. Uh, hang gliding rating. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my dad did that for a couple of years. Uh, either down in Tennessee or there was a place in Michigan where you could hang glide. And then uh, it's similar enough to that, but like the paragliding is even easier. So sounds like beer names to me: hang glider, paraglider. Yeah. <laughs> Tail dragger, it all kind of fits together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Hangar Seven, that you, that yeah, can be totally like a, a hang gliding beer name. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, well, I used to have a plane, or like access to two planes. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't yeah. do the, you don't do flying but, so much. Yeah. These days. I don't. It was too expensive, so I I, I, I couldn't. I, could, I can't even imagine. <laughs> so just uh, like the fuel alone. To, oh yeah. Can't imagine how much fuel a plane burns. Well, the paraglider doesn't take any fuel. Exactly. That's so. why that's easier for yeah. you to do. Mm-hmm. But you still got the aviation theme, so you can still be a bird boy. You're still in the sky, yeah. but you're you're not flying manually. You're more. It's zero emission. It's environmentally right. Friendly. Exactly. Solar power. <laughs> so your dad's not. 
He d- didn't he help you brew a little bit? Yeah, he was helping me. For a while. I've seen him After here, a like and slinging yeah, beers. He, a few yeah, he times. was serving a little bit <laughs> here too. Oh uh, yeah, just when we first opened. Yeah, yeah, that was like when we first came here the first few times. It, it was about a year. Yes, it was about a year ago yeah. in the in the winter, I think. Yeah. Well, New um, Year's. Yep, a year yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we came like February or something yeah. like that and out here. And it's like, yeah. man, it's been this place has been open. We need to get out here, man. <laughs> yeah, two years at that point. Yeah. Or uh, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was out here, like, slinging beers. And <laughs> yeah. Serving, so just kind of get you, get you going. Have you hired a, quite a bit of people out here at Roanoke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. about Soulbird? How many employees are about up there? I think we maybe have, like, 12. Okay. 12 or 13 up there. And then there's maybe, like, six or seven down here. Yeah. You got to... Solid enough yeah. supporting staff where you can go brew and not have to yeah. worry about like is this yeah, place yeah, yeah. taken care of? Yeah, yeah. You're at a point where you can you know like Roanoke is going to run okay and Solberg yeah. will be fine. You just focus on like brewing and keeping the production up. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, this place ran great. Like while I was up at Solberg. Getting that place going. Yeah, well, you're spending all your time over there. Uh, you can you can trust people here. Yeah, which is nice. That was nice. Yeah. I don't have that kind of support here. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I go away, nothing's gonna get recorded. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually, you just, you guys can make like a soundboard. <laughs> yeah, yes. We were actually talking about that on the way up here. <laughs> yes, like, we were. We're gonna get celebrity guests. Like the soundboard. Yeah, because we were like, yeah. you know, the only way podcasts get popular is by celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> and the celebrities do a podcast and then like everybody knows about it. So we just need to get like celebrity voices, <laughs> like pretend like we're doing like an yeah. interview with someone <laughs> and kind of splice it together. There used to be an old website like in middle school. I remember you could go get e- all the E-bombs were. E-bombs were all the Oh, really? <laughs> yep. You get the soundboard and, and like, it was like all a these new people. something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, oh no, nothingtoxic.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you get all the soundboards. <laughs> That's awesome. We used to like prank call. They had a really good Hank Hill soundboard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we would prank call all the hardware stores. Propane. <laughs> yeah, we were like, uh, like Patrick Stewart's probably not very busy anymore. You know, like, you know, he's about ready to like slow down, and we could like take his voice. Like put it into our podcast and pretend like we're doing an interview or something. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we need Patrick Stewart to promote it to yeah. get his followers on board. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to hire a hacker to hack into <laughs> yeah. his social media accounts, and then there we go. Listen to this. On there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on here. Oh, it'll be good. So you guys got any final questions? Kind of coming to a close here. Um, I think you already asked it. I was just going to ask if there's any bre- uh, beers you're brewing, but yeah. I think you already. Yeah, I'm, I'm like really interested in like your bottle releases or anything new that you're doing. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any plans for new bottles, but well, other than the the Rudy's mm-hmm. uh, barrel aged bombers. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have plans to do any more bombers right now. Crowlers, maybe. Crowlers? Yeah. 
That'll be the next. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. Yep. Well, we'll uh, definitely share that if, yeah. if and when that happens. Yeah, we'll share that when that happens. We'll we'll get that on the podcast when that happens. I'll continue to sneak away from work on my lunch breaks and <laughs> yeah, some drink beer I'm not supposed to drink and <laughs> kind of keep it low key. You got anything, Keith? No. I think we hit it all. So I think Definitely recommend checking out Bird Boy if you're ever in the area, Fort Wayne area, Roanoke, yes. whatever. Or on, uh, it's a short drive. Bottles or something. Yeah. But so, yeah. Roanoke tap rooms on the main drag. You know, when you come into Roanoke, you'll see like the, you'll see the sign on the left. It's one of the first things you'll see. So. Yeah, it's a, it's on the north end of Main Street. Yeah. Um, in the big brick building, the it's, bottom of the hill. It's all birds out on Dupont, Fort Wayne. Dupont, you'll see like the Planet Fitness out there, and then you'll see all the, the nail and the hair salons. Yeah. It's kind of the west on end the, of around the Dupont. corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have you have a really good sign like a, out there on the building. Yeah, you know you can't miss it. Definitely, all the beers are solid. Everything I've had is worth checking out. So I can't really complain yeah. about anything. <laughs> Couldn't recommend it anymore. Right. So I mean, yeah, we just need to bring awesome back place. the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll have to get together on another recipe for the. The Rye Walker. The Rye Walker. <laughs> you could do Rye. Walker, yeah. I do love something like that. I think That'd that sounds fun. great. The, the Rise of Rye Walker or the, the Rye of Skywalker or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. do that. I'll we'll do it soon or that name's going to be taken. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Before it's snatched up. <laughs> Maybe like in the fall, like before the movie's released, we can do that. Oh, I thought it was going to come out over the summer. No, no it's like it December, Christmas. December oh. release. Yeah, we okay. got time. So we have plenty of time to brew that one. Okay. Come up with a recipe. That'll yeah, we fun. can come up with something then. Yeah, so if you you want to hit us up on on Facebook or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll make a trip out and, okay. and do it. Cool. Well, sure. we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you meeting with us. I'm on the phone with you. So. Yeah, keep up the good work and keep bringing out some good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming down. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. no problem. Anytime, basically. Like, I love your beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... I've never had anything bad. Like, ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, not, I've never been like, ooh, uh, I would change this or do something different. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's super solid. Yeah, I know nice. you're like super, like you're That's really what su- I'm really going for. Like, I'm not trying to be super experimental and like ahead of the curve, curve or whatever. Yeah. Or like trying to outdo anybody. I just want like good, solid, classic styles. Yeah, I'm in like really impressed. You know, cause I, I know you're like a small, just small brewery, and like, I'm yeah, impressed you're by like, doing it all yourself. Everything you're, you're doing it all yourself, so <laughs> yeah, you're putting out like amazing stuff. Thanks. So yeah, definitely good. Come check it out. I don't know what else there is to say. We gotta do our closeout. Until next time, clothes. drink up, drink up, and, and geek out. out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.